Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Jay in Transit. My, my, my. <laughs> it's been a long ass time. I don't know about you, but quarantine, COVID-19 and all that jazz has uh, really taken a toll on me. And uh, one of the things that I have been grateful for have been my friends. Uh, the ones I've met 20 years ago, the ones I met five years ago, three years ago, even six months ago. And uh, it took me back to a conversation I had with two of my friends, Dina Skippa, founder of Enough Labs, and Dr. Shelly Gonzalez, uh, Dr. G. Uh, we talked about, you know, how we hold each other up, hold each other accountable, what friendships, friendships excuse me, looked like back then and what they look like now and how we should approach uh, going into 2021 or as we continue uh, through this pandemic. Uh, really not much different than what we thought it would be from when we started our own friendship. So I really do hope you enjoy this episode and I will see you on the other side. Awesome. So uh, I wanted to throw the first question out there. And again, um, I'd love for you all to, to um, you know, interject whatever you, you would want to into the conversation. But what have your long term relationships look like um, with your friends? Like what has support meant um, for you in, in those types so, of relationships? I, again, this is Shelly. So when it comes to friendships and support, honestly, I feel I know which friends to go to for certain things. So if I need support on one thing, I'll go to a friend, you know, a certain friend versus another. And then there's just that constant friend that you do keep in your back pocket that you know will always be supportive of you. And that is the one that I go to on a regular basis, but I really reserve them for the everything's falling and I need you just to catch it real quick and help me out build this back up together. Yes. That's great. Awesome. I, I feel like for me, How about you, something that comes up that's really important for me in, in friendships is um, knowing that it's a safe space. And so I think the friendships that have endured the longest throughout the years are those that I know that no matter what I'm going through, I can kind of show up messy, you know, not together, not really sure what I'm trying to say and, and, and be able to feel received and supported. Um, and that's been really, really special for me and uh, something I look for. Like I, I, I feed off it, especially, especially as you get older, because that stuff really means, right. it really means, it's, it's, really, it's really important, so. Yeah. So I know this is an early curveball, but talking about the support, the the one that you go to, how you show up messy. Did any of your of these relationships that we just talked about um, reflect in how you picked your partner? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> wow. Well, so for me with the partner, it was more of I was in the moment. Honestly, I wasn't looking for a partner at the time, and he just happened to find me that. And it just it just flowed and I wasn't trying to be someone else and I wasn't trying to be, you know, that girl you kind of present yourself when you see a new guy. I was just free, messy, you know, woke up, you know, 
not saying we did anything, but uh, you know, it was college, so you know, we all wake up together <laughs> like that. You know, with your cold still in your eye, and you're just like, I don't care, whatever. And then I didn't even do it at that point. It was a friendship, and it we were just friends, and then it just turned into more. So I guess when it came to picking a partner, it was like having a friendship first. Yeah, definitely the curveball, but right. I've actually grown to cherish my girlfriend friendships because I think they obviously serve two very different spaces. And I think one thing that I'll definitely say is that there's been that element of um, raw truth sometimes <laughs> for me of not being able to always handle it, but knowing that I need it a lot of the times. And by a lot of the times, I mean, most of the time, um, and I think that that has definitely influenced how I am in my relationship. But I also feel um, that I cherish my friendships because I can't get everything I need from my partner. And that I love that I have girlfriends that I can go to and, and really spill it, you know, just spill it, talk about it, really, really unpack this and like with all of the details that I want to. So and I can't always get that, you know, from a partner. I mean, I have found that I, I did speak about this in a previous episode about how um, there was a time where I felt I did date my girlfriends because um, I mean, let's face it, I find great women and I keep them for a very long time in my life. And so um, so I do think that at, at one point, though, you you both know me very well. I haven't been in a relationship where you've met anybody um, of significance in a very long time. Um, but I do feel that there is a certain level that I am looking for, um, uh, when I'm in search of a partner talking about relationships, I'm looking for a certain level of intimacy that I know that I have reached with my girlfriend, long-term girlfriends. Um, but I do also kick it back. Like I do want that level of spontaneity that, you know, of those friends that I reserve for, you know, certain things so that fun part exactly mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um I when that. i was looking I at my love. pictures of I, trinidad I for instance I mean, those friends Rana, you and i have <laughs> i've had those outings those spontaneous <laughs> moments where we've just been able to turn up and have fun and let's face it you can't always do that with your partner i mean and there's there's a there's a special bond and sort of like a a reprieve that you get to be sort of like your unfiltered self like you just get to be who you are in the context of that friendship. And, and I don't, I don't want to lose that. Right. Right. It's a comfort level. It's just like just knowing you could be free who you are and That's just have a really good time and, you know, be yourself. I hear you. So we, I know we go through a lot of cycles in friendships. Um, and so I wanted to see if there were any, friendships that you thought were going to last a very long time so, uh, and are no longer uh, in your life. And we don't need specifics. We don't need specifics if you don't want to share, but you know, it, I, I can go you have so reflected I, on, I had a really good girlfriend maybe. in, we'll call it junior high. We met probably elementary, but junior high, we really got, I mean, we really became good friends. We went to different high school, but remained true throughout college. You know, we just had that friendship going on. And then a life altering event for her occurred 
and I was there, you know, a hundred, 110%. And she, she turned and it just wasn't the same person that I grew up with and that I knew as a person. And I understand she was going through whatever she was going through, but it was at that point in time where I was like, okay, no problem. I'll fall back. You know, we'll figure this out. And then I had a event and then she wasn't there for me the way I was there for her. And I don't know what happened or what kind of emotions were going through her head, but I was just like, well, I was there for you. And this was like a major step in life. And now it's kind of, you know, time to be reciprocated. And then she wasn't there. And I was just like, all right, well, at this point, I'm going to leave it on your lap. And when you're ready to come and be a part of my life, I'm here. And then it just, she just let it fall. So I was like, all right, no problem. I see you. I respect it. Don't get me wrong. If I seen her in the street, I'd still say, hi, what's up? And, you know, ask how the family's doing. Because, you know, as you go through years, you get to know people's family and things like that. Like that. I wouldn't ignore her. But it was just, I thought we would have been together, friends. And so, you know, the nursing room turning up together. And it's just like, you know, we didn't even, you know, we didn't get there. People, friends are in your life for either a reason or a season. And I've actually had a lot of friends who um, are still with me today. And that's a testament to the bond that I have with them and how much I hold it in regard. Um, And then there's people who I definitely thought I was going to ride with for my entire life. And they're not all that close to me today. And I think it's symptomatic of, for me at least, who I've grown into and realizing that sometimes there's been situations that I've had that I've been in a, you know, friendship with someone who just their way of being doesn't really serve me anymore. And so you get to a place, I think, as you get older, where you start to get more grounded in what you're willing to keep around you in terms of energy. So if say, for example, you have a friend who has been, kind of you know condescending to you around you know around you and and just really not lifting you up and you're kind of you've always kind of questioned that in the pit of your stomach but as more time goes on you're like yeah I don't I don't really need that energy in my life anymore over it so yeah I found that some of my friend cycles have built have shifted because well a few reasons right like some of my personal energy has has uh, shifted and I've uh, imposed expectations on these friends that they had no, absolutely no clue, you know, that, that were uh, foisted on them. But also like we have out, we we just outgrew each other. Um, And so that I have had friends that I thought were, you know, going to be my ride or die until the very end. And, you know, things just, Right. We have this different interests. We're talking about different things. We went to different countries. We, you know, lost opportunities at different times. You know, like it could have been just as simple as that, um, that shifted that, uh, that friend circle. So um, I remember that I was very cautious about, well, I don't even know if I was cautious or if my mom was cautious about who I would bring home uh, when I was younger. 
So That's how does that look one. like now Honestly, for you? you nail, like my you mom when I was younger home? would tell me about my friends and I would be like, no, mom, that's not who she is. That's not who she's about. Like, no, like what? And then it's like, I can honestly say if she gave me five nicknames for my friends, she nailed every single one of them within a 10 year span. And I was like, go ahead, mommy. Like, <laughs> mom knows, mom knows. <laughs> Like every time, I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> She's like, "Oh, they're not gonna last long." Every or that's time. not really a friend. <laughs> a, a real friend wouldn't say that to you. A real friend wouldn't do that to you. You know, things like that. And you know, and I was like, "No, mom, she's just having a rough patch, or you know, something's going on with her." So I mean, wow, I didn't even think I forgot about my mom. My mom really did, you know, call out my friends. So I mean, right now, I'll bring mommy around if I need her to judge a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, at the same time, yeah, I mean, I think because I'm getting older and I'm going through life, I think just meeting a friend, you're just like, okay, I'm we're gonna be friends for a time, but it might not last long, and I'm okay with it. And I think that's what uh, growing has showed me that it's okay not to be friends with everybody until the very end. Like there's going to come a point in time where you're going to have to let them go and you're just, you know, living and they're living and nothing, no animosity or anything towards it. It's just two paths that crossed for a while and now they've separated. So I would say, I guess myself, besides calling my mom when I need her. So I definitely agree with that, Shelly. I mean, I think you, as you get older, you start to (laughs) tune into your instinct a lot more. So it's sort of like you trust it or you don't, but I don't know if I'm alone on this, but, I feel like as we're also getting older, it's like we're starting to get a little bit little snobbish around, like, I don't really need any new friends. And, like, if I do get one in the mix, like, I'm surprised. But I think, like, where we find ourselves, like, in new jobs or, um, you know, some kind of, like, self-development thing we do or we're just meeting people in different facets of life, like, it's always bonus when you truly connect with someone. But I think otherwise, you know... I'm really content with the number of friends I have. So I think if, if I do meet people, you know, I've struck up friendships like with my personal trainer, I've, I've struck relationships with just different settings and I've been genuinely just really, just really happy around like meeting people that I wasn't necessarily looking to strike a friendship with. So I think that's always um, encouraging. (laughs) such a great segue because I did want to talk a little bit about uh, the topic of new friends. Um, no, no, it's not. I mean, really why don't like we a just met, like a few no years ago? For you all, <laughs> so, ladies, as we get older. But as I said, it, <laughs> it was all about the chemistry. It was okay. fluid. There was no <laughs> hurdles or anything. And it was like a spark that happened. So I can't like, I would say I was like, Dina, I was like, look, no new friends. I'm good. I have a, a I have plenty of friends that I could go to for certain things. And then people come into your lives and you're just like, oh, we've been friends. You just don't know (laughs) that we've been friends for this long. So I'm going to let you know that we're going to have to be together for a while until, (laughs) you know, you don't need me anymore because it's going to be on you now. But um, yeah, just so you know, your big thing for me is that if I find myself in a setting where I genuinely vibe with someone, I'm like excited about it because 
like I'm not necessarily looking for it because I'm I'm grateful that I feel so filled by mm-hmm. my my friendships. But I will say there are certain times that you get into phases of life where you genuinely are in the market for friends. Like you need that support. Like Juana knows this. I spent five years in France and that was a really tough time for me because I didn't have any close female friends and I was like on the hunt. And I think there was like an energy I was putting out that was like, 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 can I connect with you? Can we be friends? And it was, it, it, a lot of times the connections felt truly forced. I almost felt like I was going on first dates. Like, this is what I'm about. What are you about? And I'm like, what am I doing? I don't need to try this hard. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just not going right. to work. So I, I think it's, it's interesting when you're in different phases of your life, like truly when you're craving that connection and it's just not happening. You know, I love how you're making the parallels. Uh, well, I guess yeah. I'm drawing parallels, right? Because you talk about energy and when things are forced, uh, even in friendships, it's just not going to work. And I, um, I mean, I've seen that that's a a, a travail that all, a lot of single women in this age are going through, right? I feel. At this point, either we are in relationships with someone who we want to have kids, get married, or have the societal thing, or we're in relationships, whether they're healthy or not, or destructive, with friends that are also no longer serving us. And it's all about that energy that that we are putting out. So um, the quarantine has been extremely difficult for me, too. But I think some of my saving graces, I don't think, I know. Uh, have been um, the friendships that I've made not only 20 years ago, but or three years ago, but even sometimes six months ago um, for me. So I I want to be team no friends, and I swear I, I I have entered spaces where people do not know the wanna that Dina knows. They don't know <laughs> the wanna that Shelly knows. If these people came up to either one of you, you would be like, who? is that that you are talking to i'm you must have the wrong person like and and you nailed it on the head dina it is because of the energy that i chose to keep um and embrace and put out um and i found that once i just uh let go of that um i mean we'll just continue with the word energy but i let go of Really, it was the fear around the energy that I was going to be exposed or that, you know, these friends weren't were going to stab me in the back or they weren't really friends. Like I did find that I was making um, stronger connections. So I wasn't so opposed to it being a new friend. But as uh, you know, the way Shelly and I connected, I was more open um, to going with connection and and um, and how that felt. Um, so like any old relationship, right, there are folks who um, we were very tight and then we ghost and then they come back. Have you all had any any of um, any types of <laughs> experiences with friends? I know we've had them, you know, in the past uh, for for my beautifully married friends uh, that, <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm, the exes come out, yeah, of, uh, right out of the woodworks. Like, they have oh, friends come out of the woodworks. <laughs> so I would say, yes, I would say uh, in college, yeah. my roommate, her and I, you know, when you're roommates, yeah. you share everything, <laughs> everything possible. 
you go through ups, downs, you know, life, and you're both finding yourselves because, you know, your first time you're really away from home. It's just the connection you get with a roommate. Hopefully you get a good roommate. Some people don't, but I was fortunate to have a really good roommate. And uh, we were good throughout college. And then when college kind of stopped, and we were both kind of living. We just, you know, felt fell off. It was just like, no, you know, we would, you know, holidays and birthdays, things like that. But nothing, nothing like how you're living with that roommate for the four years we were in college together. And then one Christmas, she, you know, we send the cards, you know, or the text, I should say. And she was like, uh, I have something to tell you. And I was like, oh, let's, you know, what's going on? And she was like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, I don't know how to tell you this, but so am I. And it turns out we were pregnant at the same time. We had kids five days apart from each other. And oh. she lived literally five blocks from me. Right. So here we are. Oh uh, I want to say 13 years after leaving school. I and we're in the same part of life, living so close together. So then we would go on walks together and just, you know, talk wow. about everything because we knew everything about each other. And then she ended up having a boy. I had a boy. So then we had that rapport going. And it was like we were going back yeah. through that old times because we had that connection again. And even till this day, like we're in much better space than we were in that we'll call it the gap years. <laughs> but I think we were just both finding, you know, who we are. She, you know, found her husband in college and yeah. they were dating and, you know, and then I found mine and then it was just, you know, we went apart and then we came back together and it was like at that perfect time. So, you know, gap year sometimes helps to make the friendship yeah. that much better. I'm not in the same boat, unfortunately. Oh, I feel yes. like exes. Agreed. Agreed. Just like friends. If I let you go, I wish you well. But uh, <laughs> it's just, you're, and I, I, again, I'm not cutthroat. Wanda knows this. I probably hold on to people a lot longer than sometimes I should. Yeah. But I think, I feel like it's, again, symptomatic of how you're moving. So, like, I move differently. So, I can't really rock with you how I used to if there's no longer sort of that bridge between us it's just something has shifted it's partly me it may be partly you there's been a couple scenarios where I've been pleasantly surprised where friends have come back but it's been mostly like there was no there was nothing that went wrong in the friendship or anything that changed it was really just because of logistics or like we lost touch and then like we're able to pick up right where we left off but um yeah expectations sometimes that we place in friendships I think the reverse thing can also happen too is that these roles or that we tend to step into or fulfill whether they were spoken or unspoken can also be a contributing factor in the shift that happens so you know I think as you grow mm -hmm. you realize well, I don't really need to be that way in friendships like I can yeah. actually be my full self and not feel like at least for me I don't like I've gone through situations where I realized, no, I don't need to go above and beyond for this friend who's not returning that same energy. So again, yeah. to the left, it's been that. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this is another curveball. Um, there, there were rules, right? There were rules when we were 16. No, there girl. were rules when... <laughs> 
you know, we were 21, 25. What are the rules now? <laughs> Want to know what the rules are now? Do they what remain the, the same? Have we added some? Have we changed? What's up? I think, like, right. really ride for me. And whether, okay. you know, whether or not you're holding someone in that level of accountability is the thing that shifts. The rule, I think, has already always been the same. Whether or not you're... I think... Well, but what loyalty? Loyalty in what though? Um, and for me, I think loyalty what? is about mm-hmm. being there, being genuinely there for you, like riding hard. And you know, say you're in a situation where someone's talking about you, right. like stand up for me. I would say a uh, rule is that's I guess been there since sixteen, fifteen, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Would be happy, like got you got to make me happy, like. Okay. You know, those friends that just complain all the time and just Debbie Downer, you're just like, I, not, not in my space. And, and don't be wrong, when you're 15, 16, you're more willing to put up with it if they're your homegirl from literally, you know, first to eighth period. It's just like, well, I'm happy with Debbie Downer because there's nobody else that I can really vibe with. And, you know, you become the funny friend. You become the friend that they look up. They kind of have, like, well, you know, they can go to you because you'll be that spontaneity that they need or that kind of laughter that they need to not be such a Debbie Downer kind of thing. But then you reach a point where you're just like, ah, I'm not with it anymore. It's not what I want. So at this point, I would say happiness. I would choose happiness over just us being friends because we've been together for X amount of time. If you're still Debbie Downer, here we are, X amount of years later, I can't do it. I'll add a new rule, too, just again, to piggyback off of what I just said. Um, Don't make it work. Like, don't don't create, like, to be in this friendship, don't make it feel like it's it's work to Mm. be in the friendship. Because I, I need my friendships to be a refuge for me. I don't need to actually be putting in yes, yes. more than I am. I, I go hard for my friends. So I always will. But I, I feel like if you're not lifting me up, if you're not joyful, I just, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of tough to, to show up. And that's not to say that I'm not going to be there for friends who are genuinely yeah. going through something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's a, I hear you. A, very much a, a distinction. I think it's just, you know, if it's if it feels like it's something that's just heavy and difficult to be in consistently, that's right. that's kind of a red right. flag for me at least. All right. So okay, another question I had was um when do you become is there like a uh too much? Like is there a, a boundary that your friend can call like can cross? No matter, you know, it's funny because I know even one as a 20 year friend or, <laughs> you know, the friend who knows all my shit, you know. So I feel there's definitely a line know. that you could cross <laughs> with the I mean, that you had <laughs> years of friendship with. And I think for me, it's I kept raising the level like I kept making excuses. I kept saying, well, she's just going through this or, well, this is happening or she just needs that 
person, you know, I just kept raising the bar that I know if it was another friend, I would have been like, all right, I'm just going my corner. So there was certain friends that I would raise that level for. And I could be honest, uh, one of my friends, she actually did. I finally stopped raising the the bar. And I was just like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do me. I gotta fall back. I gotta stop being that person that I am to you, but you aren't to me. So so yeah, so I would honestly say that, you know, it's tough and it sucks, but it comes a point in your friendship where you you have to fall back. And it's not where you want to be, and it's not where you thought you were going to be, but you gotta let go. And I'm saying we're not friends anymore, but we're not the friends we were because the line was crossed. And that and and it was yeah. enough. Enough was enough. I I couldn't agree more, Shelly. I mean, I, I've had situations where yep. I've just felt yeah. back into a corner where I've had to just draw that line when I haven't necessarily been ready. And it's required a lot of internal reflection to get there and to like kind of stand up for myself. I think um, it's interesting. I, I think there's those friends that are going to be able to handle it when you when you come back and, and let them know how you're feeling. And then there's sometimes other friends who are like, what are you talking about? This isn't at all what I was doing. And I'm like, for me, at least I look at those moments like, well, are you willing to honor what I'm feeling and that I've had the courage enough to tell, to tell you about, or are you just going to dismiss me? And if it's going to be the latter, I guess that's where, where it kind of ends, but, um, and, or, or shifts. But I think that's, that's where the, the line definitely can be continuously raised until you really get clear about what you're willing and what you're not willing to forego. I know even in the quarantine, we are busy women. And um, I do have one more curveball and you do not have to be specific (laughs) about this (laughs) or even answer it. We could just say punt um, as our safe word, but uh I wanted to know what your thoughts were on married people having single friends. And even a step closer, can a married man have um, a single woman friend? Uh, so or vice versa? being married, I do have friends that are not married, both male and female. I think, don't get me wrong, when I did get with my significant other male friendships did drop off. Like, you know, it's just what it is. And then there were other friendship, male friendships that didn't because I just think it was a different place. And we were friends for X amount of times that, you know, we just had that connection. Like, you know, I'm one of five. I have four brothers. So I, that male, you know, interaction was always there. And then I went to school for engineering and sorry, not sorry. There's not a lot of females there. (laughs) So I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of male friends that I still, you know, have that connection with even to this day. And there's others that I don't. So I think it just depends on the situation and how things play out. And I could say that most of them worked and others I was just like, oh, okay, so we're not friends anymore or okay, well, I got to get rid of this friend and you just move on from there. It's like not even a thought. You have to cut it done. 
I think every relationship is different. I think if you come into a relationship where that person had a friendship with another person who may be single and of the opposite sex, I mean, it's a, it warrants a conversation, I think, but I think at least from my perspective, the most important thing is being honest. If they're hiding stuff from you and meeting with them and not really letting you in on it, I think that's pretty foul and there's something to look at that with but I'll say at least for me I remember this was in France um one of my girlfriends who kind of showed her herself uh and and I she would tell me stories about how she was um had no qualms about dating married men or flirting with other people's husbands and I was like cool noted not totally comfortable (laughs) with you being around my husband and I'm just gonna put that out there um and not to her because I don't need to I didn't need to like tell her but I I made it very clear that's not an energy that I want around me nor do I want it around you so right I'm gonna leave it there but I think every relationship you know it warrants a conversation of what people's levels of comfort are is it possible I think yes but it's got to be I think looked at in the context of who that person is and what energy they're bringing yeah okay so to end it on a fun note are we leaving any of the young kids making friends now with tips because i feel like they make friends on totally different grounds than when we did yeah Um, aren't we all yeah so i am i am dating myself uh, at this point (laughs) when you get older certain things Listen, I'm young at heart. I know all three of us yes. are. Yes. Yes. I think, well, it still is on commonalities. I think, you know, friendships, when you have things in common, even when you're, you know, for the younger generation, it's based on what you have in common a lot of the times. And, you know, you might grow away from it or you might continue into it. And that will just help your friendship grow into different lights. And I feel you know, no new friends doesn't apply to everything. And just going with it is something that I think the new generation goes towards because everything's different. Everything's and if anything, this whole COVID-19 has taught me is that, you know, you'll really see who your real friends are going through this kind of environment that is unexpected and everybody's trying to learn from it. But then you just see those friendships that have grown, has stayed the same or has fallen off. So not saying that I wish we're going to have more COVID moments, but we might. And so I think for the younger generation, like, you know, start looking out and seeing what's happening with these friends that you would hang out with all the time. And then now ghosted you. So really look, for going beyond the surface. I think really finding friends of substance who can really talk about mm. things of depth because we are likely to go through some really challenging times, similar, I mean, not to say it's similar to COVID, but we will go through moments and transitions that we've never navigated before. So you want friends who can genuinely be there. I think that's really important. Um, and I think that it is equally as yeah. important to beware of any friends who start to show certain sides of them that might liken to 
being a bit jealous or maybe trying to undercut you in some way when you're doing well. Um, to me, that's a telltale sign that someone's not really willing to ride for me, but they're trying to cut me down in a moment where they can kind of see some, an opening where I'm being vulnerable. So I would say that's my two bits of advice <laughs> to the youngins. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing I'd add to that is um, I, I do think that you need hype men and women friends, but you need the hype men and women friends who are challenging you to be better. So if they are always driving you to like, you know, right. come out your right. face, Right. And be that person that, you know, you're going viral for the wrong things. That's not the hype friend that I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, but if it's the hype friend who is like, you know, talking up that dream that you've talked about that you have in your heart. And for some reason you can't get it out of your heart. And, you know, he or she is encouraging to like, go for it. That's the hype friend that I'm talking about. So, um, you know, relationships are hard and it's not just, you know, relationships that you are looking to, you know, be intimate with or have sex with or get married. Like friendships, even platonic friendships are difficult. So I'm grateful thank for my you. friends. Thank and I'm grateful you. that you thank two you decided to join yes, me on this episode. Thank you for your uh, so thank you so very much. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate <laughs> Thank you. And uh, here's to 20 more years as I cheers you. <laughs> I love you. And there you have it, folks. Uh, friends, girlfriends will be there for you no matter what. Uh, it's okay to reevaluate because they are a relationship like anything else. And I'm just so grateful that I have been surrounded by love, by friendship, and really friends that are family. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Jay in Transit. You can get more of Dina Skippa at Ina Flabs on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And Dr. G, she's private. So, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much, all. Be safe, wear your mask, save lives. Till next time.